Thanks for tuning in to Campaigns of the Plains channel. Catch new material every Friday on YouTube, and make sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook. Now, on with the show. And welcome back to Campaigns of the Plains. Guys, this is the Legend of the Vision Braves. Our D&D crossover campaign with Final Fantasy themes. Lots of homebrewy goodness going on, so hopefully you'll stick around if you like either of those things. Guys, we release new episodes every Friday here on YouTube for you, so make sure to hit that like button, uh, make sure to comment, do all the things that they tell you to do at the beginning of the video. I'm not going to go into detail there, you know what to do. Uh, but we appreciate it. So, also, make sure to check out our socials down below. Uh, we have Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and I think we're becoming a little more active with our uh, TikToks. So, uh, some pretty good content over there. Um, we understand, though, that sometimes you can't always have YouTube up, uh, especially maybe at work or while you're driving, but we got you covered, don't we, Travis? <clears throat> Damn right we do. Hey... For your New Year's resolution, why don't you resolve to start downloading our podcast on your favorite podcast platform, uh, either on uh, Apple or Amazon, Google Podcasts. Uh, we're also on Spotify, of course. Um, and there's a bunch of smaller ones in between there that, hey, we're on all of them. So uh, make sure every Wednesday at 7 a.m., uh, Central Time, uh, go ahead and head over and tap that download button. Also make sure to tap the follow or subscribe bell, uh, whatever your app uses. Make sure that you get notifications every time we drop a new episode. Absolutely. So, <clears throat> what happened last time, Alicia? Oh. Oops, all curses is what happened. Um... Paige's throwing things at me. <laughs> um, so we learned that the guy in the white mask that we saw, like, from the cave entrance is called Jack. And it also, comma, Jack fucked up Joker. Um, and Joker came to us in a pile of nearly dead Joker meat. And, <laughs> and we got to see his face and we found out that he's uh, a king. No, a king's son. Yeah. The Emperor's Son? Yeah, yeah, that guy. Um, okay, and then Warriors of Darkness uh, right the wrongs of the light, and they fought the forces with Espers, the stuff Joker must have told us. Espers can only choose one person, unlike summons. Um, Jack's Esper is the Death Seraph Zolara. Zolara. Zolara, and can give powers over death. Oh, and then Ellie decided, you know what? <laughs> Maybe the answers we need to how to save Becky are in her book. So she opened the book and a black wisp flew into her brain. So maybe she's cursed. Oh, and then we found out Oraha didn't come back last night and where he at. And we convinced Milos that he was cheating on him. <laughs> and Milos became a jealous ex or a jealous boyfriend. Uh, and then we heard about a witch's hut outside the tent city, um, and we saw a creature outside that looked like a cat, uh, but it wasn't a cat, and Poppy did not like it. 
And we found out the tent led to Mother Matoya's house. Um, and in her house is was uh, Araha and also some cloaked figure who didn't give us his name. And Ellie found out she has a void passenger. And void mimics and is hostile our world. I don't know what that means. <laughs> oh no! The okay. void mimics our world. It's like it's like adjacent to our world or something like that. I think that's what I was trying to write down. Gotcha. Um. Oh, we found out the book Becky's book belongs to somebody na- named Esrith, and she coming. Oh lord. Uh, oh, and then Ellie made eye contact <laughs> with the guy with the cloak, and she saw a vision about flying above. Alexandria crack cracks oh okay the ground cracks and breaks apart under the city and then terrible machina bursts from the ground and the capital's on fire and shit and uh, Becky was inside of that machina and the guy didn't give us any answers to what the fuck that was up with but we saw when he left a red feather fell out behind him and Somebody rolled high on what who he is, what what that means, and he's some kind of race, a rare race of people called an agile, 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 agile. That's not what I said. Oh yeah, Becky's in the death row. I said that earlier, but I wrote it down again. Mm. Oh, that's it. That's all I got. Seemed pretty coherent to you guys. I mean, it covered a lot of the main bullet points. So. Oh, Mother Victoria told us to get out. Yeah. Politely, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I believe that it was you, Ellie, that had the final vision of Becky being in this giant machina that was... No, it was um, Milos, because he picked up the feather. Was it you, Milos? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, she had the first one, I had the second one. Right. Uh, so, Milos, uh, you have this vision of Becky... Uh, Inside of this machina that is basically tearing through Alexandria and is consuming the pyreflies, seems to be empowering it. You snap out of that vision and that person is standing before you and he bristly walks up to you and yanks the feather from your hand and says, That was not given. Do not take what is not yours. All right, dude. I just... Saw it on the ground. My bad. Yeah, it was Finders Keepers. That's rude. <laughs> he, um... That's our friend. Be nice to him. Yeah, what she said. I don't know what he saw, but that's our friend. Right. And he takes the feather and stuffs it uh, on the inside of his cloak and starts walking towards the exit. I said Finders Keepers. That's not yours anymore. <laughs> and it wasn't yours either. No, it wasn't. It was Milos. It's because he picked it up. He's just continuing to walk. It's like right up there with Wish. Let us not uh, make any waves here. There is too many, even for Gregor to fight off if you cause trouble. Are you guys leaving, or you're just stunned by Gregor's voice again? I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I thought Mother Matoya was kicking us out, like actively kicking us out. No, 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 she just kind of told you to shoo. She's well, not. Well, that one witch lady that Becky stole the book from is outside, so. Yeah, Ezra. Yeah. Um, um, Ezra Miller? 
Oh, no. No, no, no. As Rick. As Rick. I think we should go Rocky? outside and say hi to that witch lady and see how that goes for us. Uh, I'll, I'll take some deep breaths uh, and just like, yeah, yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a good idea. Are you angry? Um, I'm okay for now. We can talk about it later. If you feel like you're you're getting ready to become evil and murder us, just give us some kind of warning, okay? Okay. What what should the warning be? Um, just scream. I'm getting angry and I'm gonna kill you. Yeah. <laughs> or, or scream. That's too obvious. We can't no, use that. No, you gotta use some kind of outlandish word that we wouldn't all use, like poppycock. <laughs> oh, that's just poppycock. Yeah, leave poppycock out of this. <laughs> oh. <laughs> What? <laughs> really, I think we call Poppy interchangeably her and he because yeah. really Poppy's a they. <laughs> Technically, right. yes. They, them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, them, mm-hmm. he, she, she. They, they go by all of it. Poppy don't care. It's true. Mostly because it's summoned creature. <laughs> just light and energy. Yeah. Um. You, you know, just warn us or something. Uh, I'll do my best if I can help it. You should go after Marquise first because he's already died once, so what? he can take it. He can take it again. <laughs> Okay, duly noted, I'll maul Marquis first. And he's older than all of us, so he's slowed to the longest. <laughs> well, that's... Who needs a TPK? We're just going to kill each other. I don't have to do anything yeah, today. I, I, I don't know if that's true or not, because I'm, I'm like 36, but that's young for my people. <laughs> I don't know how old you are. I can't tell. Because well, it you depends. Do you mother. count the time that I was dead? You can't actively age and grow as a dead person. Your mind can. Did it? Do you, do you remember the time you were dead? I do now. Remember the time. Well, sure. <laughs> you can count your dead time if you want. Then I am much older than all of you. See? Take him out first. His skin is very leather. He does look old. <laughs> it's just, he, hasn't oiled, he hasn't oiled his mask in a while. Yeah. It's starting to crack. You should probably... I mean, oh, his are... back doesn't crack, but that well... leather did. Oh. We, have been, <laughs> we have been through a lot. It's not good on leather. Yeah, well, neither is it's also very dry here. Yeah, it's very, very dry. It's a dry heat. That's what they say. Mm. It's a dry heat. Well, let's go out and see Becky's witch friend. Yes, let's. Becky. All right. We've been bringing Becky everywhere. I set her down sometimes. Well, did we leave her in the tent or did we bring her with us here? You left her in the tent with Araha. Ah, she's, she's not with us. Do okay. No, Araha's here. Oh, no, that's right. We left you left her in the tent with uh, Joker. Yes. We yeah. left the two, the dead one and the almost dead one together that to watch fun. over each other. Yeah. <laughs> That seems perfect. We all got this, right? Yeah. No. <laughs> You'll be fine. They'll protect each okay. other. Let's yeah, yeah, yeah. Alright, so you guys uh, follow this figure into what looks to be this tunnel light that's at a far distance. It becomes more blinding as you begin to exit this magical area. Those of you with a passive perception of 14 or higher, notice those cat eyes bouncing around, shifting, changing height, and just kind of watching you guys from a safe distance, following you out, monitoring you. The figure leaves out of the light before you reach him, but then you guys exit the tent, and it's, it's very odd. As you guys went in in the morning, um, the sun hits you guys and it is, the temperature out here has changed drastically. You guys are in the middle of the desert with no shade besides that of the tent, 
where the magical space had been a cool uh monitor temperate 70 uh out here it's feeling closer to 100 as uh the sun is almost overhead blazing bright and you have to shield your eyes for a second as your eyes adjust to the light out here you're met with an odd sight there are people running around in chaos there are tents on fire there is a number of bodies on the ground with blood pooling into the sand you start to hear the cries and din of combat and you hear what sounds like the auto turrets trying to keep up uh milos that you saw on the outer perimeter trying to keep up with whatever is attacking but it looks like four of them are in a heaping black <clears throat> mess of smoke and twisted iron it looks like it's coming from the northeast you guys immediately look around to take stock of the situation and there are a number of people fighting back but there are these creatures that are attacking they are some kind of horrid mix of humanoid and bestial shapes fully clad in this iron this metal that's slowly creeping up your leg meals something is very odd about these these creatures like i said they they look humanoid but some of them have begun to take on like large bestial like ape-like arms some of them have uh others have deformed metallic wings some have large lizard-like tails they are all in this like half state between humanoid and beast on top of all of that going on who who has uh passive perceptions over 14 okay so you guys all see uh just kind of off to the left of the tent that figure that you had followed out is being raised off of his feet about a good foot by a figure that is dressed completely in black large steepled black hat this black shadowy claw appendage of an arm gripping this figure around the neck in one hand this figure also has a crooked black staff and you can hear where did you take my book excuse me hi i'm ellie i have your book they're like 40 feet off to the side. Are I'll you yelling above them. the din of combat? I'll walk over to them. You're just going to walk yeah. nonchalantly while yeah. combat? Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. When I get close enough, I'll, I'll get their attention. Their attention. Mm -hmm. As you do that, this creature comes out from behind one of the tents. It has these large bull-like horns, and I need you to make me a dexterity saving throw. Oh. Oh, no. Why are you here? There's battle. Guys, there's monsters. <laughs> What did we the dexterity saving throw? Mm -hmm. Okay. Oh, uh, twenty. Twenty. Uh, Twenty-one, actually. Okay. So you just just managed to uh, sidestep as this creature comes running at you with its head lowered, um, ready to gore you with these horns, and then they like slide to a stop, and you see one arm has this giant like 
clawed arm that it's like dragging behind it and it turns around and you see what looks to be um a like large face um they look like kind of like a rat person you saw a child like this in a city one time uh as well but this is a, a full is humanoid size Right. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Um, these are the Nizumi, um, and uh, for some reason, this—you've seen one before. It didn't have horns. It certainly didn't have this metal growing all over it, and it didn't have this giant claw-like arm. Uh, guys. And it just goes. No. You're okay. Uh, can we? Can we do something about this? I'm just gonna. Let's go ahead and roll initiative. Oh no! I thought that was my initiative. (laughs) Okay, with my initiative, let's see. Oh, okay. Uh, Ellie. Twenty-one. Twenty-one. Dan. Twenty. Twenty. Gregor. That's sixteen. Sixteen. Milos. Twelve. Twelve. And Marquise. Six. Six. And Asher. The dirtiest 20 I've ever seen. The dirtiest of 20s. <laughs> uh, Din, I believe you have a higher... No, I think you guys no. are on... Right. You were the same last time. We, we went together. Okay. Like, Sounds. I picked up Din and just threw her, and she started just attacking things. <laughs> I cast Din! That sounds like a strategy. All right. I throw her in the air, and she turns into a bear. Oh my god, yes. And she just falls on people. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm a rapper. Turn her, throw her in the air. Turn her into a bear. That's all I got. It was actually pretty good, though. Right? Yeah. I mean, that's good rhyme. Oh, white man, I do whatever I want. <laughs> uh, Gregor, what's your dex mod? It is plus three. Plus three, so you'll go first. You and Raha listen. Similar initiative. Mm. Or the beasties have similar initiative. Possible. And. Uh, not bad. Not good. To be three hours of us just all rolling place. Okay. Uh, so. First up is Ellie. Oh, well, is Poppy out for? Yeah, you've had Poppy out. Okay. Um, you gave me you gave me a lot of new things here. Um, you know what? I think I'm going to. Okay. Well, okay, me. Me is going to um I'm just gonna cast firebolt at this thing. Firebolt? Yeah. Okay. Go ahead and go well, your attack. Yeah. Okay. Ellie's going to do okay. Oh oh you get? Natural 20. Natural 20. We'll go ahead and roll your dice. Double them up. Okay. 
That's a d12. fire damage. Not bad. Um, and then so Poppy gets her own turn to do something. If you use your bonus action. If I use my bonus action. But not this gem. Oh, gem shot. Who does bonus action? Okay. He bite? Oh, bite. Bite's just her action. Yep. The enkindle thing is when I need to use my bonus action. When you use your enkindle ability, yep. Okay. Sorry, folks. We are swapping uh, the... Sorry, Josh is just, you know, homebrew classes. They get changed a lot. Yeah, we're just playtesting things out so things seem There's to change. More, okay, I'm just... Bite, Poppy, just go... Just go bite it. And she uh, goes up to it and bites it. Your spell attack modifier. Okay. Poppy gets a... T- a 10? Oh, no, sorry. A 12. A 12. Uh, Poppy <laughs> goes up to uh, to this creature and bites and gets nothing but metal leg. And it like looks back at you and kind of makes a face like, ow. That probably that probably for, wasn't the best choice. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anything else, Ellie? No. Okay. Uh, didn't... Oh. That's an action. Do I have a bonus action I can do? You just used your bonus action to tell oh, Poppy, Poppy to... to do something. Okay. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm done. Okay. Din and Asher, whoever wants to go first. claim their actions first. Okay. Do you want to throw me? Oh. Uh, do you want to? I mean, I can, but that's, uh, all I, that's all I'll be able to do. I'll make sure. I want I can throw you. <laughs> How far away are we from said creature? You're about 40 feet. Oh, uh, 30, so actually. Oh, you can make it. we could both you make could, it. Yeah, you guys could make it. Yeah. So we can just run up and. Okay. <laughs> well, I'll throw you later. Yeah. Toss you around a little then. Whoever, whoever's going first, then you can go first, then. Okay, I'm going go first, and I'm gonna wait. There's forty away. Yeah. No, thirty. Well, thirty. The uh, the creature holding the uh, ego is forty feet away. Wait, what's thirty feet? 30 feet is the big Nizumi with that um, she just attacked. And what's the other thing? Um, the other thing is the, the like black robed creature with oh. the black steepled hat and the, the staff like holding the eagle up. Um, how big is the thing that's closest to us? Uh, it would be considered a large creature. But just barely. You know what, I'll just take out something. Okay. I'm gonna take out... I'm just going to take out Maul. It's the easiest one to deal with. And the Ochu comes whipping out. No. Well, Maul, Maul's a bear. Yes. Right, right, right. Yep. I was like, the Ochu's dead. Right. Forgot. Oh. Rip Ochu. No. I'll take out Maul. Okay. Um, I can only get 30, but he can go 40. So I'll go right up to the closest to the weird looking thing. Okay. I'm gonna hit it with my axe. Okie dokie. <laughs> Nine. Nine. It just it hits this like metal that its body is covered in and it just like rings through your hands and reverberates. Okay, we try again with more effort. Alright. 
<laughs> Nine. <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> you hack twice away, and it just, like, this metal is, like, something oh. else. Like, you see little bits of your axe actually chip away when oh. you, uh... When you do hit it, because your axes aren't magical, I don't believe, are they? No. No, yeah, it's just like chip, chip. So you're going to have to sharpen that thing later on. Two. Okay. Okay, Yes. Damn. Okay. Oh, There. Poor poor Maul. Okay, I'm going to use Maul then. Okay. He can go 40, so I'm going to make him go. Can you go past it or not? Uh, He'd be able to get just up to it. The the creature that's... Which one one are you attacking with Maul? Are you attacking the, the black... Rope figure or no. uh, the big Nazumi creature? Oh, yeah, that thing. Okay. Uh, so that one, yeah, that one can get up. Uh, you guys are blocking, like, you might have to go around Asher as they are starting to kind of. Bear has 40 speed, so he can. Yeah, he can come to the side. He'd probably get. Um, so you had 30, and Poppy had 30. Yeah, he'd be taking up most of the side, so you'd have to move more than 30 next turn to be able to get up in melee with that creature. Do you have 30? I only have 30. Wait, I can't go behind him? No. Just 30 feet would get to it. He has 40. No, he has 40. He has 40. 40 would move him, yeah, to the back. So he'd be fine. Okay. Yes. Okay. Sounds good. Then he would get advantage from you. From the bear. The bear gets advantage. Oh, yeah. Bear advantage. Bear advantage. She's gonna fight. Oh. Wow, it's nine. (laughs) Oh, wait, advantage, right? Yep. It's 11. (laughs) Oh, well, mm-hmm. different dice, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> They're going up, at least. Oh, that one's pretty... Oh. <laughs> no. Okay. Huh? Okay. Oh, 16. You have advantage. Let's see oh, if you... No. <laughs> That's 9 again. 16 does not hit. Wow. wow. Holy crap. All of these attacks seem to be just off of the armor. Wow. Okay. Well... We hit it all. Hmm? Have we, we haven't hit it at all. She said oh, it. she did with a fireball. Mm-hmm. Oh, she 20. Yeah, yeah she's 20. Yeah, she's 20. Yeah, she's 20. Yeah, yeah, his poor teeth. He's going to have to see a vet later. All right, we, we need to do that again. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm good. So All right. Uh, Let's go against metal in Final Fantasy World. <laughs> Your turn, Asher. Um, so with 30 feet, I can get up into melee? Yeah, you wouldn't okay, be granted sure. advantage because you're all just kind of lined oh, up on it. Yep. Uh, so I'll run up. As Under I run up, uh, I'm going to use my bonus action to cast Hunter's Mark. Okay. Hey, out. he remembered! Let's try this out. <laughs> Let's see if I hit. Okay. And then I will take some swings. All right. Um, Let's just use this because that rolls better. That is a 27. That will definitely hit. And then I hit again, I roll again, and that is a 21. That will hit. You only get two hits. That 21, though, I mean, it feels like you're you're bashing, like, a metal pole with your sword. It, like, it hits, it hits 21 through. 21 was still, like... It still felt like, you made, you made contact, but it still felt like, like, okay. every time you hit this thing, it feels like you're smashing your sword against, like, a metal pole. Cool. Uh, so that's eight for the first one. Okay. Roll a one, then... Nine, and then I have to roll two d6s for the hunter's mark. Okay. That's an extra six. An extra six on top of that? Yeah, and okay. I think that's, and I don't think I can smite with that because I use the you bonus use your action. You use your bonus action. To that, which is a spell. Yeah. And smite is about, is like. Is part of the action. Yeah, like you can't, right? Unless it was a cantrip, and it's not. It's not. Though I didn't use a spell slot because I have, like, I can cast hunter's mark as, like, just oh. once a day thing. 
but bonus, um, you use your bonus action to Hunter's Mark. But can't you smart? Can't you smite more than once in a round? So it's not like a bonus action thing. I don't think you can smite more than once. You can in a smite round. as much as you want. No, you can. You really? you can dump points into a smite. You no, you should be able to smite every time you hit. Yeah, hold on a second. I'm pretty sure. Right, because as long as you have the spell slots, yeah, you can smite. Oh, yeah, it's spell slots. And I no limit per turn. Oh yeah, for smites. Yeah, I forgot. So in theory, I could I could smite on both of those. You mm-hmm. could, yeah, as long as you have the spell slots. Also, don't it's just on, on a hit. Yeah. Oh. You rolled a 19. I do. Oh, yeah. I forgot. So the oh, yeah. 19 was actually... It, well, I think that was the second one. Was that the second roll? It was your first roll. You rolled the 27 with the 19 plus 8. Oh, yeah. So uh, that one was I rolled a 8. One. For eight, 8. So for would, wouldn't it just be 2 plus 7? Because you, you don't double the 7. You double. You just double the dice, or do I just roll another D, whatever? Well, it would have been 4. You, you roll 8 for your damage. Yeah. Uh, but that's so you what, double that, right? You don't double the plus 7. Not the plus seven. No. Yeah, well, I, well, I rolled a one plus oh. seven, which makes an eight. Oh. Yeah. So and then I rolled a two. So it would so, have been then, two plus seven. So yeah. it would have been eleven damage. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, but, but your smite. Your smite. If you would have smite, the smite would be damage. Yeah. 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 Also Let's smite damage. on that one. Okay. It's been a couple weeks, you people. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just another one on top of that one. Yeah. Okay. But I could but, double. Yeah. I was just. I'll roll the d. Two d six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was that, just going back and fire. I believe because it's a series spine. Yep, that's Ooh. six. So another twelve. Twelve or no? Yep. That's you, that's it. That's it. You double the number of dice. Okay. Oh, because it's one d six. Well, unless I cast it at a higher level. Okay. It's up to you. I thought you did. I yeah. Let's do. It. We'll cast it. We'll cast it at second level. Okay. So that would be twelve. And that's all I can do. Okay. I'm like tapped out now. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry guys. That's I mean, you guys have definitely done some uh, done some damage to this thing. It's looking pretty rough. So um, it it seems like um, Asher, especially yeah, especially you. Why don't why don't have you Ooh. make a perception check real quick cool. uh, because of your metalworking background? Twenty one. Twenty one. It definitely seems like the fire, the fire was from your smiting seemed to right. have helped out yep and you make that connection like that firebolt that you saw Ellie cast really really did really a good job it. on it so um after asher is uh gregor no sorry gregor. yeah gregor yep yep gregor gregor, <clears throat> gregor is going to um well, run to the aid of uh, his wards, and uh, he is going to take a big swing and smack at this thing. What? Uh, what's Gregor's movement? Thirty. Uh, Thirty. So <laughs> there is a line of things in front of this creature. You have Asher. You have uh, you have Poppy. You have the bear. You have uh, Din up there as well. So thirty feet is unfortunately not going to get you around the corner and and in hitting distance unless you have some reason. Could I could I line up a shot? You definitely could. Gregor will take shot at thing. Uh, oh, that is not good. Uh, that is only a nine to hit. Nine to hits. So that bullet makes contact, but it just boom and ricochets right off. And that's no easy feat because your Magitek bullets are big. They they should not be doing that. That is unfortunate. Well, I have second attack, so oh, second I bullet. spin the barrel and try again. Okay. Careful, my hunter's mark too. 
Yes, you would. I should double Which one is of those sixes. Uh, does a sixteen hit? Four. A sixteen does not hit. An extra four. Oh, son of a bitch! My <laughs> spell is very confusing. Uh, well, that is all Gregor has. Yeah, you guys see these bullets that Gregor fires out of the barrel of his weapon, uh, that that gun sword, and they just ding right off of this creature. As long as they don't ding din. Ooh. All right. Don't ding din. Ding din. Uh, after Gregor. So this. Don't wake daddy. Don't ding din. (laughs) This black robed creature. Um, again, you hear it say in this deep guttural voice. Where is my book? And it slams this creature, and you see this, like, shadowy, uh, giant claw, like, start to crush this winged creature. Uh, and the creature just says, I don't know what you're talking about. I know nothing of any book. And the, uh, figure starts to chant something, and you see the staff that they're holding begin to it's already like a dark wood like a dark almost burnt black wood and it seems to get darker and all of a sudden you see as that hooded eagle figure starts to cry out in pain not from being squeezed but you see he starts to get more pale and even more pale and let's see Uh, that is their turn. Next up is Milos. Okay, um, since I wouldn't have had time to, um, before this, um, like, commune, um, I think I did it, I probably would have done it earlier this morning. Mm-hmm. Do we want to, do we want to, um, retcon that? Or do you want me to just do We it? can do that real quick, yeah. Okay. I mean, you can ask um, at any point in time. It doesn't matter. But if you wanted to know something beforehand, since we... Did some fix into your class? You certainly could. Um, I'll, I'll just worry about the elements right now. I can ask my question later. Gotcha. Um, what what three elements would have been available? Um, so you have earth, and you have light, and you have fire. Okay. I'm gonna choose fire for the day. Okay. Um, and then for bolster, mm-hmm. does it have to be summoned? Like I, I have my little spiritual lupon fire spirit thingy, but it's not like. Nope, it just it just has to be the Lupin is out. Okay, so um, I will. This is the first time we've changed the class, so we'll do a little flavoring. Um, you guys uh, that are still back by uh, Milo, so Marquise and um, Gregor. Uh, Gregor, you don't know much about this party. You've been with them maybe a day. Um, things are weird. Marquise, however, you been with Milos for quite a while. You understand things. You actually see that that metal uh, on his leg begins to shine. It doesn't glow, but it begins to shine, and just there's this little wisp, this wavering uh, thing that appears right beside his head, and it's this little wisp of light. It almost looks like a tiny little... Well, actually, I'll, I'll, have, uh, I'll have Matt describe it. Um, I was thinking of it as like a tiny little fire fairy, like when you think of like a like fairy with like wings and stuff, but mm-hmm. it's just a little bit more amorphous, it doesn't have like perfect like legs and wings and such, but like a fiery little 
um, almost like Navi uh, from yeah, a little sprite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it is. Don't make it. Oh, I was just gonna say, and it is see through, so like it wavers kind of in this uh, this heat, so you don't know if it's like a trick of the uh, a trick of the heat or if it's something that's being caused by this glowing metal. Um, so it's my action to do that. Um, so I don't have any bonus action spells, so I guess that's my turn. Um, are you uh, are you manifesting your? No, not at the moment. Yeah. Uh, since since everything's right there, I can't. And I, I think that's an action to do that as well. Gotcha. All so right. So I call my Lupong. That's all I got. Okie dokie. Um, <sighs> after Milos is Marquise. Oh, well. So there's just like the one thing that... that... There is this, I mean, there is battle going around or oh, around yeah, you guys, but this is the only one that seems to be uh, focusing on your group, yeah. or your group is focusing on. But there's also that, that figure that has that ego um, nailed to the ground. Um, uh, screw it. We'll try and take a shot at it. What you using? Oh, we're really trying to... We'll use... What do I have? Ah, I can load a silver. Well, no, I can't. I'll remember. Silver's a shotgun. I'm a little mm-hmm. far away. We'll load a copper in. Okay, so you spin the barrel, uh, slot in a copper into the barrel. It changes and morphs itself into a pistol for you. It is a new day, so you don't currently have uh, any spins on this one yet. Hey, okay. Um, 20 through 2. What are you aiming at? The the big Nizumi or... Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> Gregor, you see as uh, Marquis <laughs> whips out this tiny little pistol, it's, uh, you know, it's not anywhere near as big as your gun blade, and uh, he flicks a uh, copper piece into it, and it kind of changes a little bit, and you see him just kind of aim down the barrel a little bit and uh, fires off this round, and um, it hits this creature dead in the... right in the forehead. Uh, go ahead and roll your damage. Shit, I forgot. I'm rolling... I, did, uh... I think it's a d10 for your pistol. Nine plus, so that's 11. 11. Uh, go ahead and roll your d6 for me real quick. Four. Four. Uh, so you, uh, there is a picture of a chocobo that makes a little work sound uh, as it comes up on your barrel. Um, unfortunately, this creature did not have uh, much many more hit points left to it. So, uh, it scatters into a pile of and uh, go ahead and roll a d... Or no, it's just a four. Yeah, go ahead. Ba, 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 go ahead and roll a d6 for me. Depending on what I what coin I use, it just bursts into those Oh, it's coins. like a loop pinata, right? Yeah. Three. Three. So, uh, it bursts into nine copper. Since you only had one, apologize. Okay. Uh, but then the chocobo disappears, barrel resets. Uh, but there are now nine copper in the sand in front of uh, all of your friends. Um, Papa reaches down and picks one's up 
with her mouth and runs it over to Marquise. Uh, she can't yet, but I love the sentiment. We're, are we out of combat? We oh, are only fighting one thing. Is hmm? that thing floating in the air? Oh yeah, the back black man looking motherfucker. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, li- <laughs> the librarian is still there. She her book back. Yeah. Anything else, Marquise? Uh, you haven't looped me out it in a while. Yeah, it's been a bit. It's so, just unfortunate. It was only one barrel. Yeah. The little floaty mage. Mm-hmm. Uh, is the they're not floating. They're they're they literally are, are standing above okay. Zago with that. Okay, so yeah, like it's. Uh, I don't want to hit the other. Fireball. <laughs> Fireball. <laughs> da, da, so da, 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 I da. will. Yeah. That. Oh. Well, that's good. That's good. Yeah. Okay. Uh. Next up is Oraha. Um. He's kind of standing there. Uh. He's kind of the last one out the tent and sees everything going on and he's like, "Uh, what are we doing? I, I suppose." Uh, Fighting? Okay. Uh, he's trapped his money in the sand. The <laughs> party out here. We're just joining in. Um, let's see. Gregor is the nearest person, so uh, Araha is going to take uh, his rapier and his focus off his belt and start casting some magic. And um, he saw how good the fire was doing, and he's like, yeah, let's do more of that. And he's going to cast Enblaze on your gunblade. So whenever you hit for the next minute, you can deal an additional 1d6 of fire damage, Gregor. Okay. But, um, real quick, isn't my sword, like, allergic to other magics? Oh, yeah, he, he wouldn't know this either. Um, hmm. <laughs> cool, 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 cool. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> this will be the gift that keeps on giving. Uh, you oh, can, you I will, I will allow you to stop him when he reaches out to touch your, your blade. Because he looks like he's, he does have to touch your weapon to, uh, uh finish his magic, so he kind of starts casting something and then, like, reaches out to touch your blade. Not unauthorized magic. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, and he will look to the nearest person, and he will touch your gun, Marquise. Oh, touching all the weapons. So, he did not touch the gun blade, but he will, uh, he will touch the gun. So, for the next minute, uh, you have an additional 1d6 of fire damage that you can use once a round. Okay. Uh, that's Araha. He has a white magic. Okay. Um, that's Araha. So now it is, uh, the eagle's turn. Um... You see, uh, the life of the eagle is, like, being drained out of him. Like, not only is he going pale, but he is, like, you can start to see the, the, like, bones in his cheeks from his face. It is being, like, sunken in by this force being drawn from him. So, uh, he's going to try to fight this grasp, uh, and fails with a four. Um, so he's... Like, trying to, like, punch and, and move his way out, but the sand is just apparently too soft in this area for him to get any kind of footing on, so... Wait, is this our eagle friend? That, mm. like, he's not our friend. Well, he's the one eagle who, the <laughs> eagle? who took the feather back. The eagle? The kick is rude. Mother. Oh, so. I forgot about him. He just makes this too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ellie? 
It's your turn. Crunch, crunch, crunch. ASMR us. Get closer and crunch. Yeah. What are you doing? You had to. You had to call me when I had my mouth wise. Uh, yep. What are you doing? Uh, El, how far are we away from this lady? Uh, you're now about twenty feet from her. I'm gonna walk closer. Okay. And I'm gonna say like ten feet. You know, closer enough where she can hear me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm gonna say, excuse me, are you Esrith? And you see a face that is like half covered um, uh, by like some kind of like eye patch or some kind of wrapping on one side of the face. An older face look up to you and like you can barely see uh, like in this bright of day, this side of uh, their face is kind of obscured by a little bit of shadow work. And you see their eye flash yellow. Uh, the one that's not covered uh, flashes yellow up at you. Uh, and she just says, and who are you? Um, hi, I'm Ellie. I actually, I, I found your book. And I pull it off my belt. Yeah. Well, you don't have it because I have it. You don't have it. Oh shit! My friend Din has your book. I forgot. Din, say hi. Show the book. All uh, right. Do you know Becky? Um. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she like looks dead over at you, Din. Uh, are you are you doing anything, or is it you just using your action I'm to do that? I'm using my action. I'm trying to be um. Non-combative. Gotcha. Um, we so, just had a question for you. We need your help. Well, wait, first of all, we would like to return your book. Go ahead and roll me a persuasion. <laughs> just straight. Okay. Oh, I'm good at that. I have a roll inside against your persuasion. Uh, 23? Ooh. They look down at the angle for a second. And then over at Din with the book, and then back up to you. Doesn't let go of the eagle and says, bring it to me. Do you actually want to do that? No. <laughs> we just... Short discussion. Do you, do you know Becky? <laughs> we're trying to find her soul. <laughs> yeah, like, one sec. <laughs> we were hoping you could send us to the, that void place. You wish to go to the void? No, but I want to save my friend. My friend's soul. Because she's dead. And then you see that eye flash one more time yellow at you, and it looks like it's not making contact with you. It kind of shifts its gaze up to, like, a little bit upper left of your head. Mm -hmm. And the figure kind of smiles and says, looks back down at the angle and says, It's your lucky day, bird boy. And, like, you see the shadow, like, go back into her robe. And... She says, well, I'm not sticking around for this, but when you're ready, why don't you call me? And she hands you a little scroll. Oh, okay. Thank you. And she waves her staff, and you see this tear in reality open up. This black void just appear in the midday sun, and she steps through it. Are you wondering what your favorite wacky nerds are up to? Search for Campaigns of the Plains on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook, and make sure to follow and like us to keep up with all our content and news. You might also find exclusive content for fans only. Remember to catch us on YouTube every Friday at noon for a new episode of Campaigns of the Plains.
Well, I think I handled that just well. Don't, don't you? There is still battle going on around <laughs> you. Just holding our weapons like, okay. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, there are still battles being broken out uh, at this point. You guys see now... Um, let's see. There is a shadow um, approaching. It doesn't seem like it should be. This is the desert. It's midday. But suddenly a shadow starts to creep over this encampment. And you look up. Gregor, you see an Imperial airship above you. Oh, good. Reinforcements. Not a, uh, yeah, not a uh, warship by any means. Um, something lighter. Um, perhaps a war galleon at best. And uh, you look up and you see as the Magitek weapons on the ship start to train and they start to blast these creatures uh, that are all around the encampment, just tearing them apart and uh, scattering them into metallic globs of blood and broken metal. And, like, everyone there that's still alive is like, Yeah! (laughs) Yeah! Yeah! And so, um, you, Gregor, are are pretty much relieved and and excited to see, like I said, this this ship usually carries a retinue of about... um, 15 deckhands, one captain, um, and also uh, usually about uh, 15 to 20 uh, ground troops. You see as they start to descend, um, some of them in full Magitek armor, um, you see a number of them have um, Magitek weapons as well. Um, they are just, um, they're going to town and, and taking apart these monsters and helping out where they can. Yeah. Um, I think uh, he would say, Behold the glory and the mercy of the Empire here to save us. And uh, I think uh, he is inspired and he's going to rush forward to the nearest monster he can cleave in half. All right. Yeah, I mean, you feel this renewed vigor, and you guys see as uh, Gregor rushes forward and is starting to just kind of assault things heavily with his blade, cleaving things in half and uh, leaving nothing around. And it seems like the other forces are uh, kind of rallying now and cleaning up monsters where they can. So, how's our friend? Yeah, you can walk over to him. He is on the ground, and he is not looking good. It's gonna be okay. You just, you, you just let the demons out. Um, Milos, Milos, Marquis, uh, somebody with some healing magic. Okay, thanks. Uh, uh, I will approach, uh, and kneel down and be like, "Are you gonna be okay, buddy? We don't know your name, but are you gonna be okay?" He wouldn't give name? us his name because he's cautious. <laughs> How about him, how about this? We'll heal you if you tell us your name. Just kidding. And I I pump a, uh, a cure wounds into him. Okay. Remember that we saved your life even though you were a jerk to us. Okay. <laughs> he is like he looks like he is he is dying. Like I mean, at this point, like he is barely conscious, and that like his body is like sagging, and he is barely hanging on to. Oh. You should definitely life. heal him more. 
Well, I mean, before Milos oh, gets to you, him. Uh, how much are you healing him by, Milos? Uh, I was just pumping up first level, so it's only a D8. Okay. Uh, I gotta find a D8. Hold on. What underneath the computer? Hold on. Uh, that is 11 health. 11. Which is good, because uh, he was dying, so... Um, kind of comes back to consciousness and looks at you and uh, regards you all and says, thank you. I apologize for my rudeness earlier. It's okay. Everyone's an asshole. Can we have the finder's keeper's feather back? Not asking for his feather back. That's rude. It might be. This is personal body part. What was it from him? It was one Mm -hmm. of his wing feathers. He'd be like, can I have a chunk of your hair? No. No. (laughs) (laughs) Rip out. I I don't want any chunks of hair, thank you. Uh, thank you for that. No feather? Uh, he says, no, I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna go so find it's, shit. It's fine, it's fine. You don't have to give me your feather. You don't need it. Alright, I'm going off to fight some shit, though. Oh, yeah. Um, and he, uh, thanks you, Milos, since you, uh, healed him, and says, I, I apologize for my rudeness earlier. I understand if you would prefer not to tell us your name, but no, we're not your enemies. Yeah, we're well, trying to stop what you showed us, what you didn't mean to show us. I apologize, but my visions are unfortunately prophetic. Things I see come true, or have a way of doing so. Are they always 100% accurate? Yes. Well, that sucks. You can attempt to avoid them, but they will come to fruition one way or another. And sometimes they'll do so because you attempted to avoid it. Our inaction leads to its inevitable action. Exactly. Well, what do we do? Uh, Maybe we should uh, help the rest of the camp so it's not on fire. And being attacked anymore? Maybe go get Becky's body before it gets lit up in more fire? Well. She's fire resistant, isn't she? She's fire resistant, yeah. <laughs> um, that's not the point. I think, I mean, that's true. <laughs> he, um, this reaches up um, for a hand up uh, from you, Milos. Oh, I would definitely help him up. I didn't, I, I didn't know if he was up already. Nope. He was kind of laying there, taking a moment, um, and he says, I'm not built for this, I apologize, but as a debt to be paid, he reaches back in and to his uh, robes and uh, takes the feather out and he says, just know that an eagle's feathers need to be earned. It is a part of our bodies that we give and we only do so to those we deem worthy. Because he's very sexual, be you anymore. <laughs> And why, did, why is it gonna be sexual? I, it's just a feather. And Raha's like, "Oh, is it just is a it feather?" Feel, is it feel sexual to you? Because I'm getting like, you know. Why? Why are you pent up? I don't what? understand. No. <laughs> why are you making it sexual? I'm not. I'm not. It's these people. It's awkward. The first time I met them, they took me to a sex place. We stayed the night. Oh, tell me about that. And he, like, <laughs> takes you to the side and, like... Well, it was called the cubby hole. <laughs> <laughs> Just gunfire going off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they, they go off yeah, and, yeah. and help out and, and talk about the cubby hole. Let's go 
things. Um, <laughs> and um, the ego kind of leans in close and says, Our names have power. The type of magic that my people wield is based on a thing's true name. Exactly, Hutch. <laughs> Therefore, I will give you the name that most people have come to call me outside of home. My name is Huynh Cole. Can you spell that for me, please? <laughs> H-U-I-N space K-U-L. Well, um, I will make sure not to repeat your name, uh, but I appreciate this, and I will gently take the feather from him. And he, like, holds it up to you for a second, and he says, hold it by the stem. Don't touch the feathers. Feather contains that vision. Okay. Unless you are prepared to see it. Do not no, not, touch. Not, not again. Do not touch the feathers. I will carefully take it from the stem and, like, press it between two pages of a journal I have, just so it stays nice and pristine. Sounds good. And he says, well, I, um... You, you don't mind if I stay near you. I am not built for any points around to, like, all the fire and gunfighting going on. And he's like, I just... This isn't my thing. We'll, we'll watch over you. Where, where are you headed? Are you? Do you have a specific place you're going in town? Perhaps we can guide you? I was here merely to speak with Mother Matoya on events happening in the void. How did you get here? I flew. Like wings? Like you can fly? And he Touch. says, yes, kind of. Oh, okay. Well, um, if you can't do that anymore today, I guess you can rest with us as soon as we find a place to rest. He kind of eyeballs that ship in the sky, and he says, I would just rather not leave the way I came while they are here. Oh, like very knowing glance. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. Well, until that is gone, we'll have you as one of us. I appreciate it. Um, so, the rest of you, um, it's a good another, like, 10-15 minutes of fighting, um, or healing, if you decide to. Oh, I'm just gonna keep shooting. Fair enough, fair enough. Uh, if anyone, like, seems like they need to be healed, though. Yep. Um. Biting things on the ankle. Sure, sure. Um, but yeah, like, Gregor in the background. Yep. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Glory for the Empire. <laughs> um, but yeah, these these guys come in and they they kind of clean house. Um, and they do a pretty good job. Um, Milos, you do see now as um probably one of the commanders of whatever army has dropped in. Uh, you see him. He is in. Uh, uh, this, like, kind of gunsteel blue armor, and it is very, um, very resplendent. I mean, you have the motifs of the chocobo, uh, on Gregor. This one looks like it is some kind of, um, probably, like, dragon motif, as it has, like, scaling, and, um, one arm has, like, a whole dragon's head, like, made out of the metal, and that's, like, where his arm is coming out of is the mouth and everything, so, um, he's wearing this, like, half cape with the, uh, Imperial Legion, um, flag 
uh, symbol basically on it. Um, he is uh, currently speaking to Rin at the moment, who uh, Rin is in like this combat attire, like the exoskeleton kind of thing that's not not super huge, but um, he was using during battle apparently because it looks pretty battle damage, and they seem to be um, talking. Your guys' tent uh, is nearby, and it looks to be really untouched as you guys kind of come together after the battle, and you see surrounding the tent uh, is one of each of these soldiers that has dropped in, and they have your tent, like, surrounded and are, like, posted up guard, like, outwards. Uh. Um, I-, I think Gregor, recognizing his people, will take the lead and step forward. Uh, he, as he approaches, he will make a salute and, uh, uh, announce himself. <clears throat> Gunbreaker, uh, Novikov, uh, 486th Division, the Screaming Bokos at your service. Um, you immediately, this- yeah, you immediately, um, recognize this, uh, this person as, um, Yo Galva Gray. Um, he... <laughs> Y'all is his title, um, which basically puts him uh, probably about at a uh, commander level. So uh, a little bit higher than you, not much. Gregor, can you ask them why and they're he's... surrounding our tent? Uh, yes. Um, uh, Y'all, uh, this is our tent. Is there a problem, sir? You should know, soldier. You know who is inside. Our friend? I I am aware. Uh, <clears throat> however, I am sworn to secrecy. Understandable. But we are here to protect the prince. We were actually called by him to come and deal with this rabble. Can we go inside? And uh, he, like, he's got a link pearl in as well. Uh, and he kind of looks like he's listening for a second, and then uh, he says, yes, you may enter, but do not do anything untowards. Untowards what? Untowards our prince. He's our friend. He is everybody's friend. No, but he's really our friend. The Empire is a friend to everyone. No, but... I will make sure they mind their manners, y'all. Very good. You may enter. I don't understand. Joker's not a friend to everyone. (laughs) I don't get it. Oh, he is. He is. No, he's not. But he does not. <laughs> he is third in line to Empire. Why does that matter? Like he is everyone's friend. Like Empire is everyone's. Friend. I don't think that that's. You can't be everybody's friend. That'd be a lot. That'd be a lot of birthdays to remember. <laughs> yes, it is very hard. That's but why is there was only three people who can be Empire. I need to remember to get you a gift to Gregor. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you guys enter the tent now, and you see a number of, like, staff now are in the tent, and you see Joker as he's just kind of, like, s- sitting there, and, a, like, a chair had been brought into the tent, and he is sitting there, like, getting bandaged, uh, and worked on by, um, Imperial. Wow, are my bandages not good enough for you? <laughs> he's just kind of rolling his eyes at everybody, and... my best. I'm not trained in this. He says, I didn't ask for this. The guy outside said you did. I did ask for reinforcements because it looked like a dire situation, yes. What happened? I don't know, but 
All of a sudden, I heard screaming, gunfire. I, I'm too weak to get away, and I didn't want to leave Becky. Where is Becky? She's in the, she's in the run. You see now that there are, there is uh, one woman, um, and she is in what looks to be like um, kind of a, a cobalt blue and uh, or a black robe with like cobalt blue markings. Um, you recognize this, uh, these markings, uh, Gregor, uh, as the Medi, or, um, basically the head of the medical units. Um, and she is a, she's an older woman. Um, she has a darker complexion, but she has stark white hair. And, uh, she has, uh, a third eye on her forehead. So she is definitely of Imperial breed, but she does not have the markings to be uh, in line for any um, any of the Imperial throne or anything like that. She's definitely very high ranking, uh, higher than even the Yol here. So technically she is the officer in command, if not the prince. So um, she is actually, she has unwrapped Becky's body uh, and she is currently like waving a, uh, some kind of, like, metallic device over her. Excuse me, what are you doing to my friend's dead body? Your friend? Your body is not decaying. Oh, well, yeah, of course. And the fireflies, they're still... Yeah, we put them back in. Only for ten days. Oh. But we're gonna try and bring it back. That is un- unsettling, yes? It's it's just magic. Uh, um, Gregor will do as deep of a bow as he can. <laughs> what are you and... doing? Uh, Is your back I I am sorry for their impudence. Uh, Their customs are very strange here, and they have very low regard for the danger of of magics. I told you. I'm certified. (laughs) (laughs) And she says, Um... It is maybe not my place to say, but how did she die? Is I see the wound on her chest, but... Um, um, it's a really long, complicated story, but the meat of the matter is she got stabbed really good a couple of times, right in the stomach. <laughs> and you see, she's just kind of waving this device over, and she says, There is a tether, something uh, tying her to the body still. That's new to me. Um, she motions for you to come over. She seems very, uh, as opposed to most of the military folk around here, she seems to be, um, less on, like, rigidity mm-hmm. here. So she motions for you to come over. Even though this tech, Gregor, is usually not something that should be shared with, uh, you know, commoners or anything like that. Um, she motions for Ellie to come over and, uh, take a look. And Ellie, you see she has, it looks like a scroll. Um, but there is... Like this see-through, um, like almost illusory um, glass that's there, and you see, um, you now see the like fireflies still kind of like flitting about uh, now with this view. Like they are like around Becky, and like there's some kind of barrier, like golden barrier, that is keeping her. Stay right there, Becky. We're gonna get you back, okay? You stay around the body. So usually this tether is, um, how you say, not there on someone who is dead. Well, um, I, maybe she, her soul really wants to come back. No, no, that's not the point. Um, 
usually when there is tether like this, uh, there is something supernatural, magical, that is tied to it. Yeah, I think his name's Diabolos. Diabolos. Yeah, he's in the void. That is a very dangerous place. I know, we're supposed to go there and get her soul. Um, well, we don't have to, but we really want to because she's our friend. She uh looks over at uh over at Joker and uh Joker's like being worked on and she says You did not tell me your friend could be resurrected. Joker didn't? Well we didn't know if he can if she can be. We haven't been able to try because none of us know how. And she like looks over at Joker and Joker's like, She can't be right now. Because her soul's you know, free, free, free stuff by the big evil guy. This is a very interesting experiment. Do you mind if I partake? Do you plan on doing something with the body? Uh, retrieving this one? Yeah. I mean, that's what we want to do, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ellie's like, right? That's the plan, right? <laughs> yes. Yes, that's the plan. This woman spots uh, your bandolier, uh, Marquise, and says, You are a physician? No. No. Uh, Those glass bottles in us. That's that's unfortunate. Well, sometimes they help. It's not really unfortunate. Sometimes they turn your dead friend into six dead bodies that you have to try and fight, try to heal. (laughs) Sometimes. Uh, And she says. (laughs) Or sometimes they turn you into giant mammoths. Well, you see, in the Empire, we do not. um, How will you say. Do not use magic to resurrect our fallen. When there is strong ties, we can bring them back. That's good. I don't use magic to resurrect anyone either. How do you bring them back without resurrection? My job is to really send the souls away. This this is what I hear of of your country. Unfortunate. Um, Well, okay. I'm starting. I'm starting to. I'm starting to. You know what? I agree. Shh, puppy, don't judge me. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she looks at you guys and says, "Do you mind if I um, if I resurrect her? If you can retrieve her soul?" Oh, that would be great. That would be fantastic. We would love to have Becky back. You'd like her. She'd not like you. She doesn't like anybody though. I think if one <laughs> was resurrected by someone, they might like somebody. Becky's personality says no. <laughs> But she, she would like you. She just wouldn't say it. This is fine. As long as everyone agrees. Yeah. Great. Maybe she can help you. Oh? No. Okay. Um, since you're next to Ellie, uh, why don't you make me a perception check real quick? It's it's a very quick motion. It's just, you, you are causing us problems too now. Just so you know. Maybe I'll just have to. Guess all this is horrible. Twenty four? Shit. Ellie's like, um, get this big. I said, see everything. You said something, and she very quickly and very deftly uh, takes the uh, scroll that she was holding, and she kind of like she's moving it around uh, Becky's body, but she like quickly like Ellie looks for a second, for a hot <laughs> second, she aims it up uh, at Marquise, and uh, you see. That there is this this outline uh, of a figure, um, you for a very hot second. Does it look like see a figure those, that stabbed Becky? No, you see oh, those bony wings. wings for just a moment. 
uh, contact with her. And she just goes, Shh. Okay. <laughs> well, if you want to help us get Becky back, some some lady in all black with a glowing yellow eye gave me a scroll to call her when we were ready to go to the void. Well, good luck. Okay. Um, I don't know when we want to do that. That's up to everybody else. And you see the Joker, like, starts to get oh, up, and he's like, I'll go with you, and no, she, like, goes over, and no. she, like, pushes him back Ellie's down the already chair. starting to slip <laughs> with a finger out. You almost died! You got thrown through a hole at us! Um, and you see now as a bunch of aides start coming over, and they start, like, uh, yep. <laughs> Gotta prep them. Uh, anyway, yep. uh, you see as a bunch of, uh, aides start coming over and, like, uh, forcing him down and, like, uh, you know, they start applying some tinctures and some, um, start doing some other medical treatments. And, um, for a second, Ellie, because you did see that as well, um, I'm going to say you also catch a glimpse as kind of, she doesn't do it, but, uh, that scroll that she's handing, uh, is just kind of hanging in her arm for a second. And you are still kind of down by Becky's body and you kind of tilt your head for a second. You catch a glimpse because it is aimed at Joker at the moment. Mm -hmm. And you see what looks to be some kind of bright light, like some kind of figure that is around him and long white hair, a bright aura kind of exuding from him. I stare at him. And then she like notices and she like shuts that scroll. <laughs> Ellie just makes squinty eyes at Joker. And he just kind of, he's too busy like getting pampered and, and pushed on. Do you know the link pearl things work across like dimension stuff? They're just link pearls. Or who are you asking? Joker. He's the one who gave them to us. He said they're just link pearls. They only work in a certain radius. I don't know how these things work. You just told me, so I do now, but you can't come with <laughs> he, us. He this... looks He looks uh, at uh, the city guys uh, and is like, they're just link pearls. They just, they allow I mean, you to speak to each other. looking at them like they tried to explain them to me once. They didn't explain shit to me. <laughs> he looks uh, at Milos and is like, Milos, they're, they're just link pearls. I... She just doesn't understand what a link pearl is. It's fine. Okay. Sure, I like her She's not gotten to have one for very long. So. <laughs> well, I took Becky. <laughs> yeah. We should probably get one for Gregor. When I asked Joker for a new one, he said that he didn't have any more. And they were part of a set. They are part of a set. And you destroyed... Ow! I didn't destroy... Stop getting so worked up. You're going to hurt yourself. <laughs> You're already dying or something. Um... I don't remember this. I don't quite remember what you said yesterday. But I think you said you were dying. Um, you now see, uh, as the Yol, uh dips down into the tent, and he says, Sire, we have secured the area. Do you request any more? And he says, just help them restore the defenses and do any cleanup. And he looks towards you guys, and he says, I think, I think this area will be safe for now. So if you are going to do something, you have some time. Should we go see Becky? And he looks at you, Gregor, and he says, I command you to accompany them to whatever they do. Of course, Sir Joker. Okay. Uh, do we want to uh, find some place more secluded to uh, talk to this Ellsrith person? Well, we'll uh, just go out a little ways where all the dead things are. And... 
I mean, is, the, is, the, our, the, the is our Agile friend still here? Where is he? Yeah, he's just kind of been, like, in the tent, um, just kind of really near Milos and just kind of hanging out around him. Alright. There's just a lot of people in the tent right now, and maybe it'd be better if we were not here. And I just gesture to all these people. Um, you actually, uh, the will actually, um, will say, I have a small tent that is nearby we can use. Sure. Perhaps that, that would be best. Um, uh, yeah. well, I'll go ahead and lead the way. Um, Araha looks, looks at all of you and he says, I would like to stay and maybe keep an eye on this woman watching over Becky's body. I might learn a thing or two, or perhaps just keep an eye on her body. Well, yeah, keep Becky safe, yeah. And Joker, too, because they're beating him up with all those bandages. I'll do my best. Um, so you guys are following your ego friend? Mm-hmm. Out of the tent, uh, he takes you to. It, it takes you probably about a good two minute jaunt, and you now see the devastation is being cleaned up rather quickly. Um, there is uh, Ellie, one person here uh, that you instantly recognize doing ascending. Oh, maybe I should help. There's only one person. We don't know. Maybe I have time for that. They'll get it. They'll get it. Um, <laughs> this, uh, this person, uh, is a, um, a turtle, and they are dressed in this, um, big white robe with, um, red triangles along the breeches, and they hold an oaken staff in one hand, and they are, um, kind of doing a slow dance. Can I go talk to them? Uh... We gotta pick one or the other. We're literally going to go talk to Ezra. I mean, you're you're holding up the. That's true. Okay, we gotta help Becky. If they're still here when we come back, I'll talk to them. Let's go. Perhaps it'll be a second. We're in the void. Maybe. Time might work differently there. Who knows? Yeah. So you guys are led to the tent. Like I said, um, about two minute jaunt away. Uh, It's just a simple tent. Red in color with some uh, gold trimmings. Um, It leads you inside. It's pretty simple in here. Um, There is a couple of pillows on the floor that might have served for a bed or just a sitting area. And then a couple of rugs uh, with a small little stove to cook something on. Um, And he says, it's not very big, but I think it should work for you. Ellie will plop down on one of the pillows and make herself comfortable, and then she'll open the scroll. So you open the scroll, and you start reading it, and um, as you do, there is kind of an audible breaking sound, like fingernails on metal. And you guys see as these tendrils start crawling out in the air here, and... It looks like there are four of these, eight of these tendrils now in this space, and they start to tear apart the space in this tent until there is an opening, and you see this long-limbed creature step forth. This creature looks like it had maybe once been a Goliath, and I do say once been a Goliath. 
because it looks like it has been sutured up in different places. And its eyes are milked over, completely dead. And its jaw kind of hangs open. And it just kind of regards Ellie and says, and like makes a motion as its bones crack to okay. follow it. Okay, because we, we follow this creepy. Are you speaking with every, for Me everyone? First! <laughs> okay, Ellie grabs your ears and follows it. Okay. Are you guys all, or are you not, or are you planning not to go? You see your Eagle friends like, uh uh. Mm-mm. Yeah, I was going to tell him to stay, nope. but yeah. Well, if Ellie goes through, Gregor is close behind because he has his orders. That's fair. That's true. Everybody else? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Marquis, Asher? Yeah. Any? Let's, yeah. Let's go. Okay. Fish better appreciate this. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> As you step through this dark portal, you step through to... What looks to be an old, dilapidated log cabin of some sort. And there are a number of dark trappings here. Bookcases with uh, really worn bookends. Um, there is a number of vials back on a desk. And you see, as well, a number of runes have been carved along the floor. The space is not lit uh, except for these blue candles that seem to float in the air from place to place. That dark-robed figure comes out from one of the hallways and says, my book now, please. And looks at Din. Clap her hand. No. Oh, <laughs> you had it. Wait, wait, can you send us to the void? Open to the void first? Oh, you wish to be sent to the void? I told you that already. I thought I'd give you a moment to reconsider. We've got to save our friend. Yes, Becky, right? Yeah. Yes, you must save her, of course. Yeah, so she can destroy the world. We already know. We still want to do it. Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) Commit full send. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well... We understand we're making a bad choice, but somebody else told us that you can't change the future anyway, so we might as well bring it back. It's a simple enough logic. Follow me. Okay. She leads you all down a hallway into a larger room. This room, very unsettling. It's kind of skewed. Like The rest of the house was fine, but this room is like skewed to one side like a fun house. And everything seems to be at odd angles. The floor itself has already been pre-drawn with some sort of sigil. A number of candles are lying around, and she says, You all have a choice here. You don't have to go to the void, but, uh... How else are we going to get back in Well, I mean, you could always make a a deal yourself. Oh no, Becky has shown us that making deals is a bad idea. Because she's making... (laughs) Well... (laughs) And it will be all of you that will be going? I certainly fucking hope so. (laughs) (laughs) Very well. I just all need you to add a little something of yourselves to the components of this spell. And she produces a bowl, and inside of the bowl there is a number of things, especially you, Marquis, recognize. Uh, 
bone powder. Uh, there is already probably um, some kind of flesh hunk. You're not sure from what uh, in the bowl itself. There are a number of um, crushed gemstones in here that you see as well. And you get a whip of something sulfurous. You mean like his hair? No, my dear. A little more sanguine than that. Oh, blood. Blood means pennies. Pennies means blood. I read a book about it this once, and everybody died. Ellie <laughs> takes a dagger and pokes her finger. She holds out this bowl. Squeezes it on in there. It kind of sizzles a little oh. bit. Who else is going? Uh, yes. Gregor takes out the hand axe and flicks his finger. <laughs> I got a dagger! Lots of lots <laughs> off. Um, <laughs> she had a dagger! <laughs> Cut, t- trigger finger, can't use gun blade. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you, you slice your finger open real good, Gregor. Um, and she holds out the bowl to you. You just, like, spew spoiling yeah. everywhere. Gregor only does things at 100%. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. It is it is a hand axe. <laughs> it relies more on momentum than oh. it does the sharpness of the blade. It is not that sharp. Oh, I thought it was because there were axes you use on your hands. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. um, so, yeah, you... Uh, spill some blood inside. Who's next? Okay. Yeah. She holds out the bowl to you. Okay, I poke you. Oh. Clean it first. No, we just poke you. You just poke it. <laughs> yeah. We're blood bonded. Yes. <laughs> it's like Ellie didn't even take a second. She just, yep. <laughs> Yoink. Who else needs to be stabbed? <laughs> Who needs to be poked? You remember when I pierced you? Oh. <laughs> I'll take my claw okay. and just like drag it across the palm of my hand, and I'll do it that way. Okay. Uh, she holds out the cup to Asher and <laughs> just cut himself with a sword. Okay. Have a That's right. I got a sword. <laughs> How are you? I don't have the hand axes, but I have a sword. Gloved hands. It's pretty, pretty <laughs> simple, really. Poke himself through the glove. Pull out a vial. That's <laughs> <laughs> my own blood. Oh, he like opens his glove. He's like, I'm sampled of all your blood right yeah. here. Yeah. <laughs> you guys really want to do this. Like, By the way, way, I want you to know yeah. I heal you using your own blood. I don't know why you've wasted it. Yeah. Wait, do you just no, have a really, vial uh, of your own blood on you? Yes. Do you use it as a spell component? Again, I don't cast spells. But I do use it oh as my, a component. Are you throwing potions at us with your blood in them? You weirdo! Some of them. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I didn't. I didn't opt in for this. Yeah. Well, you could have died too. That's that would have been fine as wow. well. Wow. Okay. That next time I'm not warning you when I do ascending. <laughs> as it's pretty just obvious, goes. I can. <clears throat> so yes, here you go, and I just pour it. In. The uh, ingredients begin to boil and sizzle and steam, and she says, um, go ahead, help yourselves to anywhere on the floor. I recommend laying nice and flat. If you don't mind motion sickness, you can certainly stand up. Oh no, I get dizzy easy. Ellie lays down. <laughs> Poppy comes up and jumps on her chest, true, and starts like a cat. The rest of you? Yes. Uh, yeah, I'll lay down, like, around... It's a circle, right? Yep. I'll just lay along, like, one of the like sides of the wheel. wheel. <laughs> so it's just it's just our brain, our, our soul going there? Or our whole body? Or 
Yes, my dear, it's your whole body. How do we get back? I think we should have started with that. How are we supposed to get back? I will summon you back. Is there a certain time frame, or how we notify you, or when we start looking like we're almost dead, you'll pull us back in? You have five hours here. How many hours is it there? There, it is twelve hours. Oh, can I just bring my book there for twelve hours? <laughs> you, guys <find> <laughs> you guys go ahead and find Becky. I'm just going to stand here. I'm going to do some studying. Yeah. I got the SIT <laughs> Just going to hang out. You guys go ahead. Yeah. You're good. You'll be good. I, I'll just weigh you down. Let's take that 12. Okay. That's Adderall. Do we have to yeah, just read a book? Oh god, I hope not! <laughs> you see like a sizzling and coming up and she's like, you can make another if you really want to try oh, it. Okay. No, you don't want to try it. You know what? what I put? I was asking for to drink that everything. Listen, oh. I've seen you bite people and maybe you've got to taste for blood now, but no. <laughs> Did the cannibal. <laughs> <laughs> um, and she says... Uh, she looks at you, Marquis. Are you are you laying down as well? Or are you going to what? Okay. Are you are you laying down or? I mean, I'll sit. This is fine. Yes. Okay. Whatever. What is going to happen if anyone is, is Poppy standing? coming too? Uh, anything in the Do circle will. Poppy's blood. I don't think Poppy has blood. Your creature is Fay, so I'm not worried. Can I still summon a Fay creature in the void? You can do anything. Be- because your body can will so. Oh, okay, that's easy enough. Okay. Just, um, well, just brace yourselves. That's why I think we should know. I hold on to Too late! <laughs> <laughs> I reach out and grab Din's hand. You see the, uh, Ezra starts to chant and move her staff over the bowl, and she says, uh, as she begins to die down on the chanting, she says, guard your souls. And she... Finishes chanting, and you see the purple lines of energy of this ruined sigil underneath you uh, begin to light up. And then in front of you, kind of at an angle, um, this tear into this dark space opens up. And the sigil starts to move from all of you and pushes you towards this. And it is very jarring as you are pushed into the space it sends you around in a full circle, and you cannot tell what is up or down, but your senses try to make some kind of heads or tails of this, and the vertigo sets in almost instantaneously, and you feel yourself spiraling downward. Suddenly, you see coming at you at a decently fast pace what looks to be very large open area that looks like Alexandria, but it's different. Suddenly you're all pulled to one section of the city as, Asher, you recognize your family's forge, and you see now as Asher sees something in the distance, and you all start kind of falling towards that direction. Everything here is skewed. It's it's a copy of the real world, but things are wrong here. Angles are odd. It shouldn't make sense. Houses lean at 75 degree angles. <laughs> I should love it here. Yeah. Everything is kind of in a dark purple hue. You see in the sky above a blood red moon or sun. You're not sure. 
but you land in front of the shop Asher, and you hear that familiar clanging sound. Sounds like your father's working the forge. Matches his tempo. Should go in this here. If he's off, then we'll, we'll find him and go inside. So you can't get us into the room if we're not. It's hard to say, but I, we're here. The streets, uh, Marquis, are eerily quiet. There's no people moving about. <clears throat> no nothing. There are sounds, though, like those mimicking people in a marketplace. But there's no bodies. But you do see flashes of something move throughout the buildings. I do think we should exercise an extreme caution here, though. Yeah. Well, should we go inside here and just gather ourselves and hide and make a plan? At least this is something somewhat familiar. I would agree with that. Yeah. There might be supplies in there. I don't know. Let's go in there. Yeah. Okay. Maybe, maybe then we can try to figure out a way to find Becky. I don't know where she would be here. Yeah, she why are we she's never here? Been here? Where's she not from well, she, here? Yeah, she was yeah. there for like a day, right? Yeah. Maybe she's at the cubbyhole. Oh yes, I'd love that's to go where, see the twisted cubbyhole. We, <laughs> we spent most of our time here. Really, that's where she would be. <laughs> she's just probably the hostess at the cubbyhole. Oh man, she's just a bitchy oh. waitress. Discovery you want what? <laughs> no, vodka water. That's all I make. <laughs> I, I appreciate though that the twisted cubbyhole is probably the rival business to the cubbyhole. <laughs> oh man. Aww. But um, but so is also the rival uh, the whole business. Do you? So. Are you leading the way, Asher? Yeah, I yeah. As you open the door to our possible doom. Okay, so you open the door and that that chime bell uh, of the shop rings as you enter, and it it's like it's trying to mimic that same sound, but not quite. It's just a little off. And you look up and see the bell, and like the bell itself is just just weird warped shape. Um, the ringing stops um, as you all enter in and see. This is the first time you guys have actually seen any semblance of Asher's home, as you did not visit last time that you were in the city. We didn't. I thought we went in, but no, we, you did. We, you did. We I did. guess I yeah. You went home. We we stayed at the inn. Oh yep. yeah. Because we had all literally just met. And I don't think you were like, "Come meet my family." <laughs> yeah, I was like, "I don't know these people." I'm like, oh, exactly. Yeah. Um, I but just got arrested with you. But yeah, I was like, I don't know you guys. <laughs> you go inside, um, and like I said, the hammering stops, and you hear heavy footsteps entering in from the forge area, and you see what looks like your father, except for he is pale, paler than any time you've ever seen him in your life, and he has a number of scars on his body that look like they've been poorly sutured together, and he suddenly sees you, Asher, and he says, Asher, my boy, you're alive? And that is where we will pick up next time. Is so, this your real dad? Is this this like opposite world dad? Is this Coraline? Is it, uh, <laughs> I'm so, I'm... Thanks for tuning in, guys. We hope you find out next time what's going on here. So tune in next time. Bye. 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 We hope you find out what. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to the Campaigns of the Plains channel. Catch new material every Friday on YouTube, and make sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook.